Hi, I'm Shane. 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 And I'm your recapper, Shane. Welcome to Harken Beck. the bidding of the Iron Lice Collective and their collective internal privation, our heroes packed their remaining prison crystals and followed the breadcrumbs laid by the Cult of the Red Wolf across the battle lines of Coldcrest Outpost into the swampy no-man's land of Blackpool. En route to a Banook warehouse to the west, they encountered Drek, the clever, swarthy, hollow-guard assassin whoever so casually requested their immediate surrender. Either you all can get down on your knees and put your hands behind your heads, and I will come by and tie you all up one by one, and I promise that the I will be gentle, and you all will be restrained and come with me. Or, in about 20 seconds, I am going to attack. Those are your two options. They fought. And in a split-second decision, Olma and March conspired to smash the two prison crystals in their possession. Possession being something of a key word. Okay, um, so as you smash your Warhammer down, you lift it back up, and neither the box or the crystals are there anymore. As instead, <laughs> you see these um, white wisps of this almost <laughs> fog-like substance, but it's got more form than that. Um, begin to to move away from the box. And like the sentient fog, it moves around. And let's see what happens. Flynn, you're, you feel your consciousness recede back into your body. You are now just a spectator to whatever is happening outside. You can, it's, it's almost like you're watching through a window of what's happening. And as your consciousness recedes into this, this blackness, walls begin to form around you. Oh, man. And they turn into a room that you're familiar with, with a table in the center, with a quill and some ink, a sword Mm. on the table. And the only difference is the door is now wide open and you can see through your own eyes what's happening out in the world. Between Flynn's compromised state and Drex's technological traps and lethal dagger strokes, they nearly lost it all. Shreya falls to his knees. His eyes are starting to roll back into his head, and he's kind of breathing shallow. You're still up, though. You're still up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. My, my we just dumped a lot of healing point. into him. Yeah. Yeah, and Marsh, yeah. Just, Marsh just gave me my... Healed you, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry about what's going to happen next. Uh, <laughs> no! What? I'm being held up because I'm covered in mud and stone, but I am totally slumped over on my no. legs. So, like, folded in half. Alma! Oh my god. Flynn, you are about to face off with this creature, um, sword in hand, and you hear from outside Kalik yelling for Alma. 
and you turn around and you look through the door and you see Olma's body limp while the, the lower half of her is covered in rock and holding her up. You see her completely limp, Kalik reaching out for her. You put your head down, you dash towards the door and you can feel this time, it doesn't feel like the gel membrane that it was before, but rather a thin pane of glass as you shatter through it and yeah. once again inhabit your own body. Um, you feel a searing pain on your forehead um, as, as these horns are still protruding from you. That silver becomes uh, more and more orange until the mist becomes lit like little fires uh, that swarm into your lungs like a breath of fresh air. Come to consciousness. Eyes forward, Alma. Eyes forward. They made it out alive, and the Banook warehouse awaited them. As they considered their options, Alma connected the dots between something Drek had said and her experience with the Hollow Guard. You said you got these from... Bram's house. Bram is the locksmith's son. Bram is the locksmith. His oh. son is Kale. Kale. So why were you sent to his house, exactly? Uh, they didn't tell us. They never tell us anything. They just said... Go to this place, find the guy, find some keys. But we couldn't find anything. These are all I found, these letters. So I figured... So what does the locksmith Bram have to do with anything? I don't know. He's making keys for Hollow Guard somehow. But right. maybe if we keep reading, yes, we'll yes. find right. out. I just wanted to make sure I understood the context of what the letter is. I'll, yeah, but I'll there's nothing good. to understand because I don't understand any of it. You find um, one mention of Kaom Artemisia. From uh, Kale to Bram. Kaom is not a name, it's it's a title. Oh, what does it mean? It is the highest station of uh, a cleric of Femir. Why is the highest the person of the highest order of an old god talking to a lieutenant for Kaldur? But they mentioned their friend in Addersfell might have turned, so... I can confirm something changed with Frida Artemisia. How do you know that? Because I saw it. She was doing some kind of blood magic. Something awful. I don't know what happened. I saw it. It was there. It was real. And she defied every principle of Mir. But maybe it wasn't her. Maybe someone replaced her. Maybe. Maybe that's why she was working with Kaldor and then it changed when she came back. We need to find this Kel fella. A quick, mostly earnest conversation got Kellogg and March through the front doors. But no prison crystals or red wolves awaited them. Instead, they found a dismantled warforged named Thaddeus, whose still-functioning skull they emancipated from its box. He looks to March and he says, Oh! Ooh, Amity, to my rescue once again. Wow, I love what you do with your hair. Uh, where's, where's Bjorn and Mr. Kwan? Amity's my twin sister. She died when we were ten. Oh, um, well, um, she's alive. Um, what do you mean she's alive? That's actually, she's never mentioned a twin. She's been dead for years, for decades. Where, where did you see her last? Um, I don't know exactly how long I've been in this box, but I, it couldn't have been more than a few months ago. Where? Um, we, we were, uh, down at Flaston, um, last I saw her. You're telling me that my sister, you were with her. Two months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she's alive, 
I can't be here. Unable to pair her urgent need to find her sister with the more nebulous pursuit presented by the cult of the Red Wolf, March bid a fond farewell to her companions and to the little girl with whom she'd shared so much. You're not, like, gonna go, gonna go. I mean, you're you're gonna find your sister, but, 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 I mean, we've been together forever, so we're, you're gonna, you're gonna come back for me, right? I'd always come back for you, Alma. Remember when Flynn gave me this acorn? Felt like years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be to remember the good times, so I want you to hold on to it for me until I come back. Can you do that for me? Thaddeus's head granted our heroes a somewhat discreet entry into the bustling dwarven city of Solaris. And, with March's absence heavy on their shoulders, they took space from each other to find their bearings. Kellick seized the moment to further his understanding of the new gods. He admired the well-kept gardens of Amriel, immersed himself in the music of Latiel, and made a solemn request to the one he believed to be his new confidant, Zachriel. I've come to you from one pit to another. I don't know if I've lived a good life. You have to know that I can trust in the, not just the might, but the cause. Give me a messenger. Give me breadcrumbs. That what you're up to isn't just some grab for power. I have to know that what we're doing here will help the world, will ease the pain of others, will rid the world of evil. I know that power is not infinite. And I worry that evil might be. It's these little shreds, these little crumbs of hope, these little instances of love, kindness. Those are the things that you must do your best to provide if you truly want the people of these lands to win out over evil. Alma made a new friend and went on a romp through the city, robbing a potions shop, walloping playground bullies, and climbing the tallest tree in the park. Over there? And I, yeah, I'm right, look over right there. there. Oh, I see it. It's got the chimney, right? Yeah, it's that one. You have such a nice house. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's one of those things, like you get used to it after a while. I don't think I'd ever get used to it. If you've been staying in the same place for, you know, months, like we have, the kitchen's the kitchen, my bed's the bed, you know. No, not really. I don't know. I I, I don't have a mom and a dad, so I don't know what it's like to, to be at a home and, 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 like, have to tell your dad where you're going and have someone take the ball from you. But it seems kind of nice. It, I guess over time, you, you just get used to things. Um, I don't know if I'd ever get used to it, though. She also met a certain son of a certain locksmith. You're, uh, you're the girl from earlier, right? You're Adam's new friend. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm Oma. Very nice to meet you, Oma. And he gets down on one knee and, and extends his hand. And he says, nice to meet you, Oma. I'm Kale. Hi, Kale. Meanwhile, Shreya got roped into a prison break to free the mother of a group of old god-worshipping halflings, meeting a peculiar wizard along the way, Xavier Archwillow. This person is completely locked in place just with these chains and uh, all of these binding mechanisms. You, restrained one, are you awake? Why are you here? Well, I just uh, think they're a little afraid of me, but uh, that's all going to change when I get out of here. What would you say if I could give you your freedom sooner? I would be the most 
impressed person in Elbor if you were able to get me out of these. I can't get me out of these. And trust me, that's saying something. Xavier, I hope you don't meet the same fate as the man I saw earlier today. And Flynn met up with a sentinel and went on a secret Iron Light Collective mission underground to stop the source of some hook horrors and spooky spiders. And this gate portions off a little outcropping of this cave. You can see uh, probably a countless number of giant spiders in there. As the drow is trying to close this gate shut, as these spiders are all writhing around. Rub my fingers together. You see the blue sigil tattoo on my arm glow. I take that rippling energy, tap, 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 down my leg as I rise it up and channel that energy down and stomp my foot into the ground hard as I cast Thunder Wave and push it towards this hook or hopefully knocking him off this freaking cliff. Um, that is a seven. That yeah! is a five plus two. The hook or takes the damage as it's blasted back uh, 10 feet and directly off of the cliff. <laughs> and you can see as it's falling, its arms are like scraping against the rock and trying to grab something to latch onto, but it's unable to as it falls and falls and falls. And you can hear this screech as it's falling to the lava. See, I, I told you, I, I got it. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I got all, it. <laughs> all by yourself. And I kind of sit on my butt. Whew. At the end of the day, Oma gathered her party and showed them the way to Kale's place, where he waited in the flickering light of a dim fire to hear their tale. Alarmed at the proximity of the Hollow Guard, Kale made for a swift flight from the city and gave them little to go on. When Kellek pressed, all he got was a name. Freda, Artemisia. Does the name mean anything to you? No. She was a, a high-ranking official of the Temple of Pamir. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't recognize that name. I have to go. We have letters of her correspondence with your father. And it's damning evidence. That it's, is not a path you want to tread. Now, I'm sorry. I assure you that it is. Give me something to go on. If Frida spoiled the light, that she's got to be stopped. And he pulls you in real close and he whispers into your ear. Vasronoth. Reflecting on the dearth of insights gleaned from their conversation, Shreya revealed by happenstance his encounter with Xavier in the prison. And whatever consternation they felt was quickly replaced by immediate need to save the wizard. A man they knew nothing about save his value to Oma. And also while we're in Andoria, I could go and um, see if maybe Xavier came back home and he could probably help us too. Oma, you, you mentioned the name Xavier. Xavier's my friend. He was gone. He just kind of disappeared and, and I've been looking for him since then. I did meet an older wizard with the name Xavier, but he was bound. You what? met him today? Let's go to the prison! Oh! But our heroes are not practiced infiltrators or even adequate liars. And two prison breaks in one day is a high bar. And you look around and you can see about 25 dwarven, tiefling, human guards, all in full plate armor, all with um, swords and shields at the ready, pointing them directly at a figure who is floating, completely locked into position with braces on their wrists, on their ankles, on their neck, and on their hip. And you can see these 
these purple runes are now glowing bright. As you can see, the muscles contracting in this in this person as they're trying to move, but they are not able to. You can see long black and white hair. You can see robes. You can see this person is not wearing any shoes. As the guards move them along, they are perfectly floating in place, not being held by anything as they move into the center of the room. As these guards move along with it, you look and you see as the ground begins to glow as consecutive circles in the ground begin to form around the 25 guards and this one prisoner. As they light up, each form of the guards and this prisoner glow from the inside as they disappear. Damon, no! Um, and I run to hey, like the get middle her, of the teleportation circle. So I'm going to turn around to face them. Um, okay. And just tears streaming down my face. Why'd you take him? Where are you going with him? In free fall from the departure of her safety net march, and vexed by the sight of her entrapped mentor, Alma flew into a merciless rage. If you hit him, we'll have the whole fight all over again. I with don't all these care. men. And whoever else is here in this whole encampment. Wait, these <gasps> people aren't even our enemies. <gasps> They're my enemy. I'm gonna find Savior. And when I do, I'm gonna make sure everyone who kept him captive pays. You wanna hit him again? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I pick up my other fist and I say, starting with you. And I punch him a second time. Okay. Natural 20. <laughs> Alma! What did you do? Come back! Kellek! Alma. Savior. Alma, what? Savior, come back! What are you doing, girl? Whisper under my breath. Another dwarf bites the dust. No, Shrya! No! This is not what we do! Their failure to save Xavier, exacerbated by the pitfalls of their carelessness, the party returned to the inn in a spiral. They don't put those kind of bonds on regular people. What kind of man was Xavier? What was he up to? He was good. He took care of me. He was teaching me. Was he dangerous, Alma? No. Did he teach you how to do that? Never. I don't know who what happened before I met him. But he was kind to me. And he took care of me. When I had no one. But the morning brought with it their means of salvation. A man known as Seeker who could escort them safely beyond the bounds of Kaldor's harsh judicial system. You can call me Sika. Seeker? Sika, yes. Sika, okay. Well, this, yes, it is Sika, but I say Sika. <laughs> right, should we pronounce it the way you pronounce it, though, or... How do you spell it? You can pronounce it the way you pronounce it. How about that? I will reply. That's very nice of you. It seems you all are not doing so well. You've not been here long, but you've made a lot of noise. We have a habit of... No, he's making. Not the best here in Solaris. They're not comfortable with this type of lawbreaking. He led them through an old mining tunnel, past hidden shrines to the old gods, positioned purposefully by their persecuted parishioners. On the other side of the tunnel, the fresh air and clear daylight practically mocked their clouded, gloomy hearts. Kind of worried about Oma. Yeah, I think that's, uh. I think that's an understatement. We all make mistakes, man. And when you have power, the costs of those mistakes are grave. Almost a 12-year-old girl. Who could fell a dragon? The cost of her mistakes. Yeah, but should she be felling a dragon? She's kid. 
Can you imagine if we tried to leave her somewhere? I know. Can you think of how, how fast she'd be out the door of whichever well-intended individual we tried to saddle her with? And then she'd be on her own. Well, maybe... Which I, I think she was on her own for some time, and then she found... I don't know, this wizard fella, and then she found March, which was fortunate, and the Hologuard, which was unfortunate. So we have to decide which one we're going to be. Was it lucky for her to encounter us? You're right. I don't think letting her go is the right choice, because who knows what'll happen. But I think that we also need to be more aware that our actions affect how she grows up. We should be better at it. She deserves that. She should be like this all the time. I'll look up to her riding on the wolf. Shrier wolf. <laughs> uh, starts bolting out down the down the path. Alma is on his back. Like, <laughs> That's how she should be. Not what would happen yesterday. As, um, as we're kind of twisting to go more towards the temple, Alma starts to kind of like jerk and shake in, in Kellogg's arms. And her head is moving back and forth. And she starts breathing really, really heavy. And it's almost like her breathing starts to sound like she's crying. I'll slow the horse's pace. And she jerks awake. Looks around. You're all right. You're all right, girl. You're here with me. We're fine. We're, We're just heading up the mountain. I think I think I had a nightmare. Kellogg, I dreamt I dreamt about that room with the ring around the ground. And I saw the dwarf's face. And then and then and then his face was crumpled. Oh, child. I just, I just, clutch, I just embrace her, as 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 clumsily as it uh, it would be on the horse. I don't know what to do now. Uh, you know what she did, yes. Mm-hmm. And you know why it was wrong. Kinda. Uh, I was just so mad. Yes. But your rage, Alma, can't be put to that use. We must be better than the things we're up against. Or what's the point? I just can't always fix it. I can't, I can't always control it. I know, I know. It's not about fixing, right? Some things can't be undone. But finding the path when you come off it, getting back on that horse... We have a mission. Mm-hmm. The Red Wolf, right? Most certainly. Right, right. Trying to end the world. So whatever you've done, girl, you stop that. Then your life, your, your power, it matters. I'm not saying there's a ledger. I'm not saying it's mathematics. But you have no choice but to try and do good. Do you think if I do enough good... It'll overwhelm all the bad. It's not for me to say, Alma. Well, who gets to say? You have to decide for yourself. Why does it have to be up to me? Well, you could ask the gods, but they don't have the answers either. 
The way is right in front of you. Right and wrong are in front of you. What you are and who you are are in front of you, not behind. Keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open. You all drew the ire of this hollow God. I don't care why, but your hearts seem pure, as pure as they can be. You, especially little one. Don't fret. We should keep moving. So just keep going? In front of you, not behind. Eyes forward, girl. Eyes forward. Go in front. Okay. Still, Shia made time to get his flirt on with Seeker's Owl, Eldra. I've always been very charmed by owls such as yourself. Ooh. You're big. Yes. <laughs> Don't let my size be uh, intimidating. I, I've been also told I have a soft heart. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> as the sun begins to set, our heroes scale the Bartok Rise in pursuit of freedom by way of a magical trinket blessed by the old gods. But the ground before them is cursed, not blessed, and the path ahead will take more resolve, not less. In the tumultuous waves of war and magic in these embattled lands, what damage can be undone? What peace can be won? Will their reckless trek leave this world in tatters, or will their power matter? Find out next time on Venture Forth.